I'm Zach Weiss, and you're listening to Across the Cavs on the Basketball Podcast Network. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. On Wednesday, January the 18th, the Cavs are set to take on the Grizzlies in a game that should be very exciting for Cleveland. Although we did just get word that Donovan Mitchell will not be playing. But we're going to do a little rewind here. Let's, let's go back to Monday. You know, for many of us, that's just another Cavs game. You know, it's, it's time we set aside to watch our favorite team. It was MLK Day, so we had the afternoon matinee, the team doing a couple of special in-game performances, pre-game. And at the half, changed up the starting lineup intros. A little less hype from Ahmad, but a fantastic performance indeed. And for me, Monday, 16th of January, the year 2023, marked a big milestone. And obviously, this is a podcast. As you all know, I share my thoughts about the Cavs, what I think is going on. I give you some fun history tidbits, et cetera, et cetera. And share what I think the team needs to do to win games. And of course, Monday for me marked the first time I've ever actually been at a Cavs home game. This is something I've been wanting to do since I was seven years old. As you all know, I've been a fan since 2003. And you can ask the question, what diehard fan in their rightful mind hasn't seen their team play in their home arena? If you've been a fan for over two decades, valid, just never was able to get around to it, could never find time. Was supposed to go to the Cavs home finale during the 2020 season. And they were supposed to host Kyrie Irving and the Nets in a homecoming. But of course, that game never happening because of COVID. It's been a very busy last couple of years. And then finally made the plans, made the trip. And Monday marked the first time at an actual home game. And everybody was, was saying to me beforehand that it's it's electric in there. It's it's an experience, a lot more than just a game. You're doing a lot more than just watching basketball. You know, Ahmad's keeping us pumped up throughout. We got Sean Pebbles on the PA mic doing his thing, and it was a remarkable experience. 21 years in the making, and we finally made it. And watching the Cavs in person on their home court, I've seen them plenty of times seen them in Miami, I've seen them several times in Boston, several times in Brooklyn, went seven or eight times in my uh, younger years to see them when they play the New Jersey Nets, MSG, Barclays, you know, all over the place. I've seen the Cavs never on the home court. Always been the road warrior of sorts. Just whenever I'm at a game, it's always pulling for the underdog. You know, pulling for the road team, never getting to cheer with the people sitting next to me, behind me, in front of me, you know, and just, wow, we made it. Finally crossed it off. And seeing it in person, five times better at absolute worst than actually staying at home 
and watching on TV. Obviously, the best part of this was the win. 113-103 over the Pelicans, an attendance of over 19,000. Pels didn't have Brandon Ingram. They didn't have Herb Jones. They didn't have Zion. The Cavs are again without Dean Wade and Dylan Windler. And unfortunately, Donovan Mitchell left in the third quarter, did not return. Has been battling illness. It was a groin injury. He had 11 points with a rebound and a block, made his last basket, which myself and many others around predicted would happen. Hit that three-pointer from the corner to close out the first half. The Pelicans in the first half, led by Jonas Valanciunas' 13 points. In the second half, C.J. McCollum stepped up with 21. So obviously they were very shorthanded. Jose Alvarado playing much of the game, putting in a very honest effort with 10 and 5 assists with 3 steals. Not too many Pelicans were really too impressive, though. They didn't get too much from Najee Marshall. Jonas Valanciunas had a nice 22 and 13. Trey Murphy scored 17. But CJ waited a bit long to get going. And on our side, Darius Garland, who played the entire second half, he had 25 points, four boards, and eight assists. He played the whole second half. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen each playing more than 21 minutes in the second half. Mar Stevens led the minutes played. Charged in the second half. We didn't see Jetty. Saw only four minutes of Karras and four minutes of Caleb. Should be very proud of the team and, you know, how they performed. Darius Garland in the second half, 7 of 14 from the field, 4-3, 7 of 7 at the line, 25, 4, and 8 assists. Very similar line to what TJ McConnell did. He did it on somehow 9 of 9 shooting. Same day, same time. That was the Pacers-Bucks game, which didn't make a ton of sense. And the minutes were certainly something. The starters, other than Donovan, all logged at least 28. Lamar led the bench with 19 minutes on the floor. Karras had a solid first half, but really didn't get much run in the second. Kevin Love, rightfully so, did not get much run in the second because he could not shoot to save his life. Made a mid-range shot in the third, but he missed four threes and just could not bury anything. It was not the best of days for him. The bench and all... Had 20 points. Everyone had at least one. Definitely should have had more minutes from Jetty, but it is what it is. More on the experience at the game and tonight's game with Memphis coming up after a word from DraftKings. NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off throw at Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action's so good. Why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? And for me, I'm looking no further than Jaguars Chiefs. I'm feeling an upset. Trevor Lawrence already beat one AFC West team. Why won't he beat another? Make sure to, to go Jags money line. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good about it. To do so, you just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Welcome back, folks. Zach Weiss with you on the latest edition of Across the Cavs on the Basketball Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're there. Just finishing up on Monday. It was incredible. I had the opportunity to talk with Tim Alcorn. You know, you've heard him on the pod many times. Great, great fellow. Talked about Rubio. Talked about the uh, the area. Talked about Cleveland. Just a fantastic gentleman. You know, it was great to see the pregame with Austin Carr, Kaylee Griffin, and Campy Russell. You know, seeing Mike Fratello interacting with all the players. And Mike Fratello just not someone that fan favorite from what I've gathered. I'm I'm very cool with his broadcast style. You know, it's very different. It's quieter, but he offers very thorough analysis. And maybe just a, a tone that we don't appreciate because it's very quiet while the game is really exciting. But great to see him interacting with everybody. Remember, he Mike Fratello was the coach of the last non-LeBron Cavs playoff team back in the 97-98 season. Had both Brevin Knight and Cedric Henderson on the pod. They both played for Coach Fratello during that campaign. So it's it's a year we remember. It's a year that's familiar. We're hoping to have that next great season since then. And there'd be nothing better than that. That's what we're looking for. It's what we need. It's what we want. And, you know, we want we want to just move past that great season and, and be on to the next. So shout out to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. It was great to finally be in Cleveland, see the city. Spend time downtown, go to a number of the fantastic eating establishments, check out a Broadway show, uh, Connor Palace, Playhouse Square. Shout out to Tabletop Board Game Cafe. Great to finally be in Cleveland. Will not be the last time for sure, but great to finally cross it off the bucket list and be able to say I've seen my favorite team at home. Debated recording immediately after the game. But I had to let it sink in, enjoy the rest of the trip. Just got back last night. So there you have it. We're on it tonight. Cavs are playing against the Memphis Grizzlies. They're 30 and 13. They've won 10 in a row. They just beat the Suns by 30. They were plus 14 on the boards in their last game. They scored 66 in the paint. And they're head-to-head with Denver for that top seed in the West. We're now 28 and 17. Donovan Mitchell will not be playing. DraftKings has the spread at Memphis minus seven and a half. Cavs money line at plus 255 over under at 228. So the way to look at this is we just beat the Pels without Mitchell for the second half. We can keep up with the size of Memphis. Now with Don being out for an entire game, we're going to get more Levert. Should definitely get more Osman. Rubio is showing he can handle more minutes. I don't see why we can't beat Memphis. The Cavs truly, in my opinion, can beat any team on any given night. The 28 and 17, we've had some signature wins this year, especially given the stretch that's coming up after this game of Bucks Warriors back to back. I think it's crucial to win. So this is going to be the 52nd meeting in the all-time series. The Cavs lead it. 31 to 20. So let's take a look at how the recent meetings have gone. The Grizzlies have won the last three. They beat us January 11th last year by 10. 
two years ago, excuse me, last year, October 20th, early season, we lost by 11 to the Grizzlies. Lost by four to them later in January. Now, the Cavs had great success in the earlier years of the series, but Memphis has been, been a very formidable team over the last decade and has found ways to beat the Cavs with more regularity. So the fact that the Cavs come in with a three-game skid in the series, average loss by about 8.3. I think Cavs plus 7.5 is a very safe pick. I am confident the Cavs can get the win, but it's going to be very hard to knock off a red-hot team. John Morant throwing down dunks that we've never seen before in basketball. You know, he's been out of this world. He's been on fire. And with Donovan Mitchell not playing, it's going to make things rather difficult you know, for the Cavs to, to get it done. Memphis has Dylan Brooks. They have Triple J. They've gotten healthy. they got a couple of key rookies we may or may not see. You know, David Roddy, Jake LaRavia have both impressed. Memphis, through all the injuries, has just seen so many young guys step up and step in. John Conchar has gotten some starts. Santi Aldama holding it down while Triple J was out. They haven't even gotten much from Zaire Williams in his second season, and yet they've had all the success. They're very well coached by Taylor Jenkins, and they could have possibly beaten the Warriors go to the conference finals last year if not for the injury to John Morant. Very reminiscent of their series with the Warriors six years earlier when Tony Allen and Mike Conley were hurt. The team did still have a 2-1 series lead in spite of that, but then Steph Curry hit that 75-footer via switch, shifted the momentum, as called by Mike Tirico now at NBC, calling some great playoff football. And that that was that. Memphis is dangerous. They're building something. Here's the thing with the Grizzlies, though. They're, they talk a lot for a team that hasn't been to a conference finals with this core. You know, they did beat out the Warriors and make the playoffs a couple of years ago. They did get in last year. They went to round two, or they even won a couple games. But they haven't won anything. They talk like a team that's already won a championship. They talk like the Warriors. They haven't earned that yet. They have so many great pieces. They have a dangerous front court. One of the best guards in the game. Maybe the most electric player in the league right now. And even over the over the last several years, as far as athletic ability, big plays, and exclamation point slams, blocks, you name it. But I'm confident in the Cavs, in Isaac, and Lamar, and Karras, and Rubio, and everybody, even Garland, to step up defensively and make a statement. It's no secret the Cavs have struggled on the road this season. And that has to change if we're going to really prove that we belong. We're currently fifth in the East, three games ahead of the Knicks, who are surprisingly sixth. I, this is actually my first time checking the standings in a while. Shout out the Knicks. It's sixth place. Hartenstein not fitting in too well, but very impressed. The Nets have dropped their last three with KD out. Sixers are only a half game up on the Cavs. In all, they're only a game out a second. It's clear Boston is the top dog in the the conference. And also, for all the the smack people talked about, how about Chicago moving up to 10th right now? They're in that conversation. And if Lonzo Ball does ever come back, well, that's going to be interesting. But point is that we're making. Cavs are 9-13 and on the road. They have been better of late. They've won 6 of 10 overall. I'm confident. Memphis talks a big game. They don't back it up every night. Yes, they've won 10 in a row, but can they make it 11? I'm going to go Cavs plus 7.5. 
Not just going to yell money line, money line, money line. Going to be a little more careful this time. But I am confident that when this game ends at around 1025, 1030 Eastern, we're looking at win number 29 and possibly the number four seed or even the number three seed based on Philly and what happens there in the Eastern Conference. That'll do it for this edition of Across the Cavs. Had to reflect, reminisce about the first experience in the land. It was fantastic. Hoping to maybe get back for a playoff contest. Shout out Tim Alcorn. Shout out everybody with the Cavs. Fantastic to be there. If you like what you heard on today's episode, subscribe on Apple, subscribe on Spotify, drop a review. Let me know exactly what you thought. And we will catch you next time.